Project Tariyag Day 38, Mitzvah Zain, and that is not to stand in the blood of another person. The Pasuk says, which literally means don't stand in your friend's blood, which means that if a person is able to save somebody else's life, and we see him in a dangerous situation, and he doesn't do that, then he's supposed to be responsible for standing and watching his fellow Jew die. And therefore, the Gemara says, if a person sees someone else drowning in the river or being attacked by an animal, and he's able to, so to speak, intervene and save his life, he's required to do that. Not only to physically act to save his life, even if it means spending money, to try and hire people to save him, he's required to do that as well. In the case where he sees one person running for his life and he's being chased by a pursuer who wants to kill him. The halakh would go so far as the one's allowed to kill the pursuer in order to save the life of the one being pursued. Right. The khilas is the reason if people save each other, so that promotes the, the ability of the world, so to speak, to maintain a society. And Akhilish Prophet wants the world to be settled. This mitzvah applies in every place and every time, both to men and to women. And if a person is over in this mitzvah and doesn't save someone when I mean, he had the ability to do so, so he's over in this love, but since he didn't do any action, we can't punish him for that. Mitzvah Reish Lamed Ches, and that's a mitzvah not to hate another Jew. The Pasuk says, Don't hate your fellow Jew in your heart. And what it means not to hate in your heart, so the Gemara says that means specifically without revealing to the other person that he has something against him, he only harbors the resentment in his heart, so to speak. But if you would tell him that he doesn't like him, that's the case, he may be over in this love, but be another love maybe of not taking revenge or bearing a grudge, but not the Isser involved over here. Right, and since uh, hidden hatred, so to speak, is more dangerous than a case where a person knows who his enemy are, is then that's the case. Specifically in this case, in this case the Torah makes this lab. The reason for the mitzvah It causes many bad things to happen between people. But the underlying current that they got always try and fight with each other. And that's the sibah. That's the underlying reason for mysterious when people are most of each other to go, like we said before, or for other acts they'll use against each other which are all asked by the Torah. This Isra applies in every place in time, both to men and to women, and a person is over in it and does harbor a hatred in his heart from another Jewish person who hasn't done big of errors, and so then he's over in this love, but since there's no action, there's no punishment to the Torah. However, when it comes to Rishayim, you know, there's people, people who publicly declare themselves to be Rishayim, or transgress the Torah. So then it's a mitzvah to hate them. After we've warned them and they don't want to do tshuva, or they're doing things which is clear that they're showing that they've parak all, that they don't accept the yoke of the Torah, then, it's a, then like the Apostle says to Hilim, Hashem Esna. Those who hate Hashem, so I'm permitted and maybe even obligated to hate them as well. But this is we have mitzvah test. And that is the mitzvah of giving rebuke to another Jew who's doing something wrong. The passage says, Which means provide rebuke or direction 
to your friend who's doing something wrong. Whether what he's doing wrong is benal on the makam, whether it's benal on the And the positive says, which means you shouldn't bear the sin because of him. The Gemara says in this, in the double Lashon HaChayach that even if a person's already tried to offer rebuke and it wasn't accepted, he should try again. Even a hundred times, the Gemara says. However, which means it shouldn't, one shouldn't cause an Avera in the way one gives rebuke, and therefore one should do it in a, between the two of them in a soft way without embarrassing or shaming the other person. Says the Chinuch, that's only the beginning. When he tries the first time to enact another person that is doing something wrong, but if that doesn't work, and the person is happy to continue on his career of Avera, Ain Sofik says the Chinuch, if that's the case, Machlimim Rabbim will embarrass him publicly. Not only that, will him the chait, will make it well known to everybody else what a various this person is doing until he does chava. The reason for this mitzvah that it causes good between people. Because if a person does wrong to another person and he's told in a gentle way what he did wrong, he'll want to rectify the situation. Not only that, for the person who was wronged, the ability to make known to the other party what was done wrong makes for the p- a potential of a reconciliation. Whereas if you wouldn't inform the other person what he'd done wrong, it would just be a festering resentment which would turn into hatred of the other individ- of, the, of the other person. And therefore, the chinuch says that by the Torah call rochel shalom. The way the Torah is built is to create for that. Shalom, that peace between people. However, in a case where a person sees that his teichacha, his rebuke is going to have no effect because he knows that the person who's being over is a Russia, he's doing it bemazed, or he's a person who could attack me or harm me if I would try to rebuke him. If that's the case, I'm not in a position to be able to do this mitzvah of echacha. The Gemara says, just like it's a mitzvah to say, Rebuke when it will be heard, a person should not say it when it's not going to be heard. However, a person shouldn't be too quick to rely on that hat and not to give rebuke, says the Chinuch. A person should think what to say and how to say, that there'll be a benefit to what he's saying, and should rely on Hashem that he'll help him, um, so to speak, and deal with people who are going against the Torah, and he won't get injured or affected by those people who want to do the wrong thing. Besides which, if as a result a person manages to bring a Russia to the Chuva, he gets a tremendous reward for that. And if a person who was able to cause someone else to the Chuva and doesn't, so he's also partially responsible for all the future various that Russia does. This mitzvah applies in every place in time, both to men and to ladies. If a person is over in it and doesn't give Heichacha rebuke when he should, so he's been mevat this mitzvah say. And not only that, he shows some kind of support, so to speak, for the Rishoyim who are going against the Torah. However, there's no punishment for it because here again there's no activity involved. Mitzvah Reish Mem, and that is not to embarrass another Jewish person. We learn from this past, which we saw before, was even if one has to rebuke someone for what they did wrong, it shouldn't be done in a way which is going to cause the person being rebuked to be publicly shamed or embarrassed as a result. Says the reason for the mitzvah, and that is public embarrassment or shame, 
There's a big tsar, he says, Ain godly man. There's no greater tsar for a person than the, the pain of that public humiliation. And therefore, the Torah forbids us from doing it to somebody else. The Chedach repeats here, and this only applies at the beginning, when one tries to give somebody the opportunity to repent. However, if a person doesn't close the boy from the embarrassment he's doing, he doesn't recant, then it's a mitzvah to embarrass him, him, to make known what he's done wrong, to shame him until he calls him to the chuvah. Just like we find the Nevim publicly castigated Klayosha for their various when a more gentle form of rebuke didn't work. When it comes to Inyan, which aren't mitzvahs in between people, so then of course there's an avera to embarrass another person. So much so the Gemara says that it's better for a person to let himself be thrown into a furnace rather than embarrass somebody else. We see this from the story of Tamar, that even though she was judged to be burnt alive for what was assumed to be a mice of Arias, and she could have saved herself by implicating Yehuda as being the one she was involved with, but that would have embarrassed him publicly because he was one of the three judges, and therefore she didn't say anything. She just left the symbol up to him to interpret on his own, the stick and the signature ring which she sent to him, and left it up to him to decide if he wanted to admit to being involved or not, whereas she didn't embarrass him, even if it could have been used to save her life. This mitzvah applies in every place in time, and if a person is over in it and does embarrass somebody else, the it says over in this mitzvah. Not only that, the Gemara says about that, that a person is malbin chavera barabim, he loses his share in Olam It's in a way even worse than Ritzicha, than murdering him. But uh, here based on the Kavanah spirit, because it doesn't have an action. And the Chilich finishes off, but kam shluchim lemakam leparim Hashem has many agents he can use, so to speak, to pay back people who go against the Torah. Mitzvah reish mimalaf, and that's a mitzvah shlulinkom, not to take revenge. The Pasuk says, which means not to take revenge, which means somebody who does bad to me, or doesn't do me a favor that I wanted them to do for me. And if that's the case, the person's intention now is to pay back the same, which means either to cause him harm, or hurt him, or at least not to repay a favor when it's asked from me. In all these cases, a person is over on this issue of Leitikum, not to take revenge. Even if I borrowed something, or I wanted to borrow something from a friend, and he refused, for me not to lend him the same item when he asks to borrow it from me, would be an issue of Leitikum. The reason for the mitzvah, says the an important point, the person should bear in mind and remember everything that happens to him is because Hashem wants it to happen to him. And if that's the case, even what another person does to him or doesn't do for him is only because it's dictated by what Hashem wants for the person. And if that's the case, it can't be something which Hashem didn't want. And therefore, if a person gets embarrassed or hurt by someone else, you must understand, this was what was necessary for him in the Shemaim. Hashem was going that this should happen to him, and therefore I shouldn't look to take revenge on the person who did something to me, because it's not because of him. It's something I've done wrong, which is the primary cause for what happened to me, and the fact that the other person was involved, so it's true, it's not a good thing to be the agent to deliver a punishment 
like the Gemara says, the person who's being used as the agent to punish, it's not always a good person, but I can't blame him for the, the result of what happened, because that's what's predicted by Hashem. We see this by David HaMelech, when he was a fugitive and he was cursed by Shemir ben Gera. So he, he says, we don't, he's, at the time he didn't want to punish Shemir, Hashem must have told him to do it. In other words, he understood it was because that he deserved the punishment, and not be, he didn't look to extract vengeance from the person who did it to him. So after that, it's not bearing a grudge and not taking revenge is a primary way to prevent long-standing feuds or fights between people. And like we said many times, one of the primary motivations of the mitzvahs is to create shalom, a peaceful society between people. This mitzvah applies in every person's time, both the men and the ladies. And if a person's over in it and does decide to hate his friends or is done wrong for him, and wait for opportunity to take revenge, he's over in this love. And it's very bad because this is going to bring him to many other reverse. But we basically can't punish for it because there's no action involved. It's a mitzvah in one's heart. And even if it brings him to do an action, since it's possible, or since the ikalav is done without an action, one can't basically can't punish him for that. The reish main base, and that is not to bear a grudge, which means even if one isn't going to actually take revenge for somebody else, but the fact that he still retains within him the feeling of disappointment or hurt or sadness or whatever someone did for him, and uh, then he keeps alive, so to speak, in his mind. He's also over in this level, the process is titar, which means don't hold on to the grievance. And the Gemara says, an example of this is if someone asks to borrow something from you and, and he's refused, then the next time the other person asks to borrow, he says, I'll lend it to you, but I'm not like you, he didn't lend me. It shows that he's still harboring the resentment for what happened beforehand, and in which case it's included in this Isser of Leititar. This mitzvah, like the one before it, applies to in every place in time, both men and to women. However, since here also there isn't a physical action, there can't be a punishment of Beistin for a person who transgresses it. And lastly, mitzvah Reshmim Gimel is the positive mitzvah, to love every Jewish person, which means that a person should look for someone else's interests or try and protect them or their possessions, just like he would do for himself. A Gemara translates this into the negative, which means what you wouldn't like, don't do to somebody else. And as is well known, Rabbi Kiva wrote about this mitzvah, it's a klal godel batayr. It's a major principle in the Torah, because many, many other mitzvahs are examples or are points within this broader rule of how a person is meant to relate to other people, and uh, how a person is meant to look after the possessions of other people, if it's Kamaycha. And therefore, says the Chinuch, he won't steal from him, he won't uh, try to commit adultery with his wife, he won't cheat him in business, he won't take, uh, take advantage of him, he won't harm him in any way. This is all part of the rule of what you wouldn't want done to you, don't do it to somebody else. Right, and then what, again, the reason for the mitzvah, this is the primary way to create a society of shalom, of peaceful cooperation between people. Similarly, he shouldn't try and honor himself at someone else's expense. And then also the Gemara says that a person who 
tries to achieve honor at the expense of somebody else's degradation also loses his chalik and a person should be happy to see other people greet them happily look to help them look for their success this is all part of what a person would want done for them and therefore that's the way to treat other people too this mitzvah applies in every place and time both the men and the women if a person is over in it and he isn't careful to try and help someone else or even worse he causes them an injury in any way it's going to be it's been vital this mitzvah saseh and uh, like all mitzvahs saseh there's no punishment but on other hand one who keeps it this is the as Rabbi Kiva said the klal godel the main rule in Torah which so many other mitzvahs are dependent on.